Welcome to the Email Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live once again from EmailSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. We're back. We're at it again. The Email Social Club podcast about emo music, social music, club music. <laughs> club house music. Yeah. Party well, music. And also Brian's is, back finally. Uh, I'm here. It's my voice on the voice intro. My voice on the intro. What a uh, jarring shock to everyone to hear yeah, at the top. Slow, low, deep voice. Like, what's wrong with Lizzie? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Email Social Club. Back at him again. Uh, we got another new episode coming at you. We batched a lot of the last ones. So now we're like finally back at it once a week. This week, we got Tyler from the band Save Face. Uh, one of Lizzie and I, like, you know, I don't listen to a lot of new music, but Save Face is like one of the bands where I'm like, I love this band. This band is very good. This band is a lot of fun. So we finally got them on the podcast and it, it's been, it's just great. Yeah, it was a good chat. Um, we talked a lot about like just making music that makes you happy and like having a good time and jumpsuits. Honestly, it's like we do all the time around September. We talked way too much about Riot Fest. You know, they are playing Riot Fest. They're so. playing Riot Fest. Makes sense. Uh, this is coming out the week of Riot Fest. I like how I said we're back and then we're not going to be live this this Thursday. Yeah, sorry, so like, we lie. Right, cool. We we will be at separately we'll be at two different shows and then at Riot Fest the next yeah. day. Yeah. So we you'll have Riot Fest interviews. So be stoked oh, on that. Yeah. Because we uh, are hoping to interview some really cool bands that uh we've had our eye out for and then you've definitely had your eye out for yeah we'll probably just talk to tyler again honestly <laughs> it'll just be part two like a week later like hey <laughs> uh yeah so stay tuned that's this episode this episode you've already pressed play on it's more of that more coming to you but before we come to you with that episode <laughs> Um, you know what? Brian's really rusty. I almost started this episode He's having with a like real... the podcast that is always sucking Riot Fest dick. <laughs> <sighs> but I didn't. You know what, Brian? Maybe uh we need to practice this. a little bit. Before sometime. we get into that, uh-huh. <laughs> cut all this. <laughs> uh you know what you should do though? And I know you've missed me asking this. I know you you've been like wish Brian could come back to the intros so that we would just hear what the number of stars that we need to give this podcast is. And the answer is voice. the most, <laughs> all of them. The most. Uh, make sure that you are going to your podcasting app of choice, Apple, Spotify, uh, your, your, your Zanga app. I'm sure they your have podcasts Zanga. now uh, and making sure you provide us with five stars on that app. Only. Only. I don't really care what your review is. I just want you if to give five if stars. If your review is roasting us, but you go with five stars, I'm chill with it. Because who else but us reads the reviews? Hmm. Curious. Hmm. 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 Uh, you can also let us know on social media what you think about this, which is 
uh, Instagram at emo social club, Twitter at X emo social club X. And that's the same on TikTok as well. Uh, you need to go there to find out when these pods are released, when we're doing our streams. You'll be able to keep up with us during Riot Fest weekend, what we're up to, how we're vibing, what flavor of liquid death we're drinking. It's a whole whole thing over there on the what kind of chaos we're gonna get into because nobody knows but you will know first you'll know first you'll know before we know (laughs) we're the ones doing it Ah, it's all gonna be a a shocking surprise for everybody (laughs) and if you two are going to ride fest or some other gig and you want besties to meet up with you uh join our discord because we have a whole show planning area and you can meet new friends and we usually have an emo social club uh meet up for like a photo and a lot of us end up meeting up and watching a lot of sets together too yeah so you know maybe this podcast is the reason that you and i hang out (laughs) whatever you can see how real bony knees brian is okay well moving on uh we'll see you at riot fest we'll see you hanging out over there we'll see you at all the bands uh you know subscribe everywhere yeah youtube is also a site we're on youtube you subscribe to us there <laughs> this is also we a video over on youtube on there. yeah uh but you know follow we're on the internet you know we're on the internet now here as part of the internet is a podcast episode uh so listen to it this is tyler of save face Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're finally back here on the stream, and our first guest back is Tyler of Safe Face. So thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight, dude. Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) The perfect intro is always just, hi. Hi. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah uh tell us about yourself tell us about the band tell us about all that well we're already fans we already know you're great we already like the band we see you every time you're in town so uh Thanks. so why don't you tell everybody who is uh as we said uh fucking up uh what they need to know yeah well i'm not that interesting but safe face <laughs> is a band from new jersey and uh we're really good and we write really good music <laughs> and we play it really good and uh people who like it are really cool and uh if you're like oh i'm a cool person uh then you probably would like the music um and i don't know what else to say without one of you <laughs> holding my hand to get me to say, i don't you know what i mean like <laughs> we're a band and we're good i don't i hell yeah <laughs> that's all i got honestly like without you know have you watched parks and rec is that a show you you've watched i've seen it yeah uh there's like a (laughs) there's a scene where like the the character andy's in a band and this guy Uh like comes up and looks at an album and he says what kind of music is that and they just go it's really good yeah he like buys a cd for like 10 bucks and i'm like that has never happened it should but that has absolutely never happened i mean that's probably what i would say so i'll let you know (laughs) if it works I mean, uh, we're going to be at Riot Fest with you. We'll stand behind you and just see, like, oh, I wonder if, like, you know, any CDs get sold off that. Well, yeah, we can sell one thing, and I can't sell it. They have people that sell it for yeah. you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you, you, we'll see. I'm going to – I don't know if we're going to sell anything yet, but maybe in the parking lot. 
in the parking lot. Yeah. Is it going to be like off-brand reprints of Safe Face merch, but it's like badly printed? So That'd be pretty be, like, funny. Rare? Bootleg <laughs> stuff, but like we're making the bootlegs. That'd be awesome. I mean, It's boot- very meta. Bootleg style is like what's popular right now anyways. So people are kind of already doing that, but it would be funny if we had like, that would be really good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone would buy it from us in the parking lot, and then I feel like it wouldn't be as like an authentic experience if you were just selling it in the festival. But you, be- could, you could probably put it on like your Twitter and like Insta and be like, guys, there's rare um, bootleg safe face merch that we individually are selling outside of the park yeah. afterwards. <laughs> I wish I had this idea sooner because I would make like a like a tour shirt but it's just for riot fest and like we're mm. headlining and all of the band's fonts are like really really tiny like that'd be a really <laughs> good shirt but With now there's like not enough fans. time yeah yeah like God. next time i guess but damn yeah <laughs> the next time this is yeah. your your first time playing riot fest right no it oh. is uh we played in 2018 so it'll be our second time and i mean band's so different so mm-hmm. yeah i guess sure it, it kind of is our first time but like <laughs> at, no I, I played in 2018 it was like best best experience ever so i'm really excited to play again even though festivals like really stress me out a lot uh i just don't like the thing where it's like there's bands all playing at the same time like we're playing during like jimmy world mm-hmm. i don't want to want to play during jimmy world like i'll i'm gonna <laughs> do it it's, it's like to i'm gonna there. do it though yeah like, could you meet jim atkins backstage and be like can we have a band off well the funny thing is last time i i met uh finn wolfhard backstage mm-hmm. whatever his last name is i said it wrong the stranger things person. yeah and i i mean sorry if i'm saying the name wrong i don't no, I think watch you're right. that show really i but think that's correct yeah mm-hmm. from calpurnia his, yeah yeah that band played and then he was a catering and i was like I'm so sorry. I, I I need to get a picture though. You know what I mean, man? Like, come on. Like you're like you're that guy. And this was like I think it was just the first season was out or something too. I think it was like the first or second season. And then I remember yeah. everyone's like, Who are these children on stage? Because they were like thirteen or fourteen years old, like actual children. Yeah. I wish there would have I wish there was a way that I could like show you that photo right now, but I don't even know how I would find because I I was like two phones ago or something. Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that photo exists. It's somewhere. But uh yeah, I don't know. It'd be cool if they could just like maybe Jimmy Eat World could just like take five and then we could play real quick or something. But it'll be fine. Yeah. It's just like, do you really need to hear the middle again? Is really the question. If you do, then you know what? Go ahead. But I mean, we're at a wedding. Yeah. Like you know, you gotta play for all the white people at a wedding because for sure they go ham. The culture. Yeah, for sure. Like, it still goes off. Oh yeah, it goes hard. It's just. Uh, if you can go, if you can live without hearing the middle again, maybe come check us out for yeah. like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, um, just remember, Jimmy World has an after show. You can go hear the middle mm-hmm. there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're not doing an after show. Yeah. And so. guess what, guys? It's probably the last song anyway. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Just, just roll through at the end. And we won't even be playing. Like, we're, they like, they like encapsulate our set. Like, they start. And then like 15 minutes goes by and then we play for 30 minutes and then we are done. And then they still have like 15 minutes. So that's kind of perfect. I don't know. Yeah. 
you could work it out. Yeah. Figure it out, you know. But yeah, I don't know. That's Riot Fest, I guess. <laughs> That's what they do. Feeling bored? Well, don't be. Alternative pop artist Penny Board is on the road this October. From the 27th through Halloween, the Dallas-based artist makes stops in Tulsa, Topeka, Chicago, and Nashville. They'll perform songs like Cherry Chapstick, Gemini, along with nostalgic covers and new songs. Tickets are on sale now. We promise it'll cure your boredom. So, like, the festival stressing you out, is that just because it's like... Like, I, I could just, imagine being backstage and, like, there's just so much shit going on that it's, yeah, like... Yeah, I just... The logistics of a festival just stress me out. Like, I just don't, like... You find out when you play, and then you play, and I just like a show where it's just, like, everyone plays at one time, and that's, like, it. Happy to do it. I'm not complaining. I'm very grateful. It's just... It's more stressful to me than a regular show. But it'll be fun, you know? Uh... It's crazy. It's I mean, it was fun in 2018. It'll probably be fun this time. I can imagine. I just like yeah. there's so many like new festivals that have popped up. Like, I guess post COVID, yeah. post post pandemic. You know, we're all mm-hmm. healthy and good now. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like since then, it's just like so many festivals have come up, and just a lot of bands are like doing the festival circuits. But yeah. like when we we were at the the Wonder Years tour earlier this year, I'm like this just seems like a more fun environment. Like a lot of bands yeah. on a bill, like everybody is there for like the whole show. You're having a good time the whole time. And like, mm. yeah, I kind of like doing that when I think about like, we just did Lollapalooza here and I'm like, man, like I saw like, you know, four bands just mm-hmm. give it their all crush a set. And then I went home. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't really go to a lot of festivals growing up. So maybe if I did, I would like, so I feel like some people like really love festivals and that's cool. Uh, maybe I just didn't like go to enough. Like I didn't, I, I didn't even really go to warp tour all that much. Like maybe like once or twice. And like in New Jersey, we had bamboozle. Mm-hmm. That was pretty legendary. I went to that a couple times, but other than that, yeah. Uh, not really like a festival person, but riot is really, really awesome. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited for that. Well, last time you were playing, you had kind of, like like you said earlier, you had kind of a different sound. And then yeah. I also saw on Twitter somebody was like, "Hey, are you ever gonna do something like Mercy again?" Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, "This is just what we're doing. We're having a good time. We're having fun." Yeah. So with you know any type of like new music or anything that you would have coming out, would you still stay in line with what you have here with another kill, or would you try to maybe go somewhere else and explore different different things musically? Uh-huh. Um. I mean, it'll probably be more like this, I guess. Um, I I did like a podcast yesterday and a similar kind of question was asked and uh, the answer that I have is like as different as this is, it's also like not that different. Like under the hood, it's like pretty similar. I think it's a lot better, but... I feel like a lot of the differences are pretty surface level. Like, um, for all the people that want to make like the my chem comparison for better or for worse, like, if you want to say <clears throat> we're ripping off my chem, like, 
I was ripping off my chem on Folly. Like, where were you in 2016? Like, there's my chem lyrical references on Folly. And it's like, I had to cover myself in blood for you to all of a sudden say that, like, we sound like... It's just like, that's the thing that makes you think we sound like my chem? Like, it's just kind of silly when you think about it. So, uh, ultimately, the band sounds like it does now because this is, like, how I feel and, like, what I want to do. And I think, like, the biggest thing that i could point to that could influence that aside from the fact that i started to feel very bored with music and i needed to do something to make it interesting um and to feel like it, it playing music was like worth getting out of bed and getting really discouraged like every day because like that's like what it is like the only things that i like are writing songs and performing songs um everything else is pretty miserable honestly <laughs> like being on the internet and like touring could be fun, but also it's like the novelty of traveling can wear off for a lot of people. And it's like a lot of this isn't that fun. Like the fun parts are writing, performing the creative parts, being with your friends for sure. Um, but like, there's so much discouraging shit. So like to, to go through that dance and like put yourself out there and continue to feel like either no one cares or whatever, like, if you don't have like really compelling art that makes it worth it to you, like you're going to be a miserable person. And I've been a miserable person like many times. So like I, I had to do something different to make it exciting. And that's what this is. Um, and I think the only other thing that affected that was like when we did Folly and Merci, like even Merci, that record was, written and recorded before our label epitaph got involved so when they wanted to get involved with what we were doing i delivered them something that was done and there's something very different or at least for me and maybe this isn't the case for everybody but there can be something very different when people <laughs> like want to work with you like going into an album knowing that we have like this label behind it or these resources behind it and knowing that like we can now utilize this platform that can change what you want to do with the art and like what feels possible with the art mercy was made completely like completely diy and i was prepared for it to be the only like album that we would put out like full-length album and we would maybe get to tour it and then we'd break up and then they reached out so now it's like okay well another kills the first record that i made knowing that we had support like that and that changes a lot of things now it's not only like oh now we can do maybe this this or this but now it's also like well now this is coming out on this label that means a lot to me means a lot to like music that like i like and uh what do i want to do with that do i just want to make like fucking whatever maybe do i want to like be more ambitious with it like maybe so like it was kind of like a combination that in terms of new music probably kind of sound like this i guess yeah because now i kind of know what i want to do with it i didn't really know what i wanted to do with it for a while it's like oh shit now we can like do it the, the band's a not breaking up and b like i could, it's coming out on this late like what are we going to do and a lot of time was spent just figuring the answer to that question out and now i feel like i kind of know and it's this so perfect also like 
the Jersey comparison of like uh-huh. you guys to Mike Hem. I'm like, Mike Hem was ripping off the Misfits. Oh, like, yeah. Everybody's Big ripping time. somebody off. Like, I don't get There's that. probably like a chart right. or it's a graph you can make, definitely. That's like, okay, here's the New Jersey bands. Mm-hmm. Who keeps ripping off each other? And then it's yeah. like, a, like a tree. It's just like... The fuck cares? It's like, I, and it's also like not my goal. Like, if you think we sound like my chem, that's great. If that, if you think that's awesome, that's great. If you hate that, that's great. I don't care. <laughs> uh, the reason our band sounds the way that our band sounds is because in 2019, when I was on tour with a band called Just Friends, their singer Sam, who's one of my good friends, wa- was very aware of how lost I felt in music and how disenfranchised I felt in music. We were in Columbus, Ohio. We went to the McDonald's across the street from Big Room Bar and I got a Happy Meal. And he was like, you should consider doing this. Instead of, because I was showing him like, I, I think I'm going to write music like this. And he's like, well, what about this? And it was like, like a, we were just, things we were referencing it was just like a darker, more serious take on a band. And he was like, I think you could really, this feels more natural. Like I know you and this feels more natural. So the second half of 2019 was like kind of planting those kinds of seeds with song ideas. And the beginning of 2020 was like fleshing them out. And I would show it to people and they'd be like, this sounds like my chem. And I'd be like, cool. But like, <laughs> here's the thing. My chem wasn't back in right. 2019. Right. Nobody, nobody had my chem hysteria again like they do now in 2019. Nobody would want to do that. Right. So that was like that literally could not have been like, an, like a, an influence, in terms of like deciding like oh, we're gonna do the my chem thing like because it's relevant like it, it wasn't relevant it wasn't that wasn't part of the conversation it was you should write music that is trying less to be like a poppy pop punk band and you should just write what feels right and this is probably what you could do and i started doing it and these are the songs that came out of that and then it just so happened that now it's being released in an environment where there's a lot of like early 2000s like kind of revival and like culture and that's just convenient if nothing else you know what i mean um and ultimately, I don't care. Like, I love it. Like, I every time, every time I I put the word Slipknot in a caption on a post that we make, there's people who get so upset, or mm-hmm. not even upset, but they need to know. They they need to make sure that I know that they think we don't sound like Slipknot, and I'm like. <laughs> Thank you for commenting because now someone <laughs> who doesn't give a fuck about that is going to find the video or the post and they're going to like my band. So like mm-hmm. I legitimately love it. It's great. You could call us whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I <laughs> for every dumbass there's going to be a you know a new person looking for their favorite band and we could be that band for them and like that's all I care about. Um so yeah, I don't know. It's all love. For, for everybody that makes fun of you, you also have a, a new t-shirt idea, too. Oh, yeah. Which Please make fun of me. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. gay Slipknot t-shirt, as soon as I saw it at the uh, at Cobra Lounge, right? Yeah. That's where we got... Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, that's the greatest shirt. I'm going to wear it all the time. And now I need to make sure I'm not wearing it on Zoom calls at work because everyone's <laughs> like, 
Your shirt say gay slipknot. I'm like, it sure yeah. fucking does. You bet it does. <laughs> I wear the uh the long sleeve that you guys had because I didn't realize it was there. And I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. like really cute. So I um because it looks like professional, so I'll wear it when I teach. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, everyone's like, oh, what's the little thing? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't come near that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, don't come near me. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. I mean, uh that's like uh the funny thing about it is just like that was like the biggest gift possible. Referencing I don't know if anyone will hear this that doesn't know, but like we put out glitter. There was someone left a comment that was just like, it's like a gay slipknot. And like, I don't know what the intent behind that was, but like that was the greatest gift you could have ever given me. Like (laughs) you have no idea what I will do with that one perfect YouTube comment. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, sold a lot of those shirts. (laughs) <laughs> I really appreciate that person. Uh, and people love it, and it's fun. I mean, I made the design in, like, 10 minutes, and I, s- I just sent it to, like, you know, the band, and was like, haha, that'd be funny, right? And then everyone was just kind of like, yeah, you sh- we should print it, probably. And I was like, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that. But then, I mean, thank God, yeah, people love it, so it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's cool, yeah. Now, will you ever make gay slipknot booty shorts? Because I know you did the athletic booty shorts. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. I thought about doing like a a new variant of the slipknot shirt because there's there's so many of them out there that I feel like if we did like another one that was different enough or like a different color, maybe people would still want that to add to their gay slipknot collection. Mm -hmm. And then maybe (laughs) we could pair it with some shorts. That would be pretty cool. Um, We need to get another picture of us in jumpsuits. We don't really get a lot of... lot of those so we got to take some probably there's also the interesting question of like what happens in a post jumpsuit era Mm. of safe face um which i'm figuring out right now well it'll just be masks and makeup it'll be masks. yeah nude but with masks (laughs) uh no i don't know uh the thing is too like the jumpsuits like won't die like we're gonna do something different but they'll probably come back you know what i mean like they will uh you know like maybe for like a particular show or tour like we would we would bring them back but uh i'm definitely like i don't want to there has to be evolution and it's it's got to be like not too drawn out so when when new music comes around you can expect there will be a shift for sure so something i've wondered every time i've seen you too how many Mm -hmm. like sets of jumpsuits do you have just assuming that they get absolutely uh disgusting during tour <laughs> yeah the answer is 17 perfect there we go uh, one for every on, member of slipknot yeah uh <laughs> the, the i guess the extended answer is like uh try. um there's 17 total but various people have played in the band and with that, some are tailored, some are not. Um, different people wear different sizes of jumpsuits. So I don't. we don't necessarily bring 17 to every tour, but I do make sure that everybody has one, at least one extra. Um, most of, some of, some of those are tailored to, to everybody, um, but everyone has at least one extra. And... It, they're absolutely necessary because and it's funny when people ask that question from like a 
like a like laundry perspective like oh like <laughs> do you have extras because they get gross we have extras and they also get gross but those two yeah. things have nothing like they're just gross <laughs> i hate to break it to you it's disgusting <laughs> and we wash them a lot less than you would hope i promise you that uh but it's uh it's more of like i haven't done a tour where i haven't broken mine like mm -hmm. At least a couple of times and i mean it's not even just me i know paige will break hers quite a bit um it's how everyone everyone's jumpsuit has gotten some damage i am just the biggest culprit of like tearing mine in half along the back and then like i have to you know luckily we've been able to make it happen so um you know, I've always had, like, a complete one for the most part to finish a tour, and, like, we've gotten them repaired on tour, but, like, I really got to learn, like, I, th I, I got to get, like, a sewing machine, or, like, I, it's not even <laughs> enough to, like, you can't really hand sew and, like, mm. fix it, like, you have to use, like, a sewing machine to, like, do it right, I get. I don't even, I'm stupid, I don't know, I, this is just what's been told to me, but. There's somebody uh, who's a tailor out there who will mm -hmm. tell you, like, right. for well, sure how to fix it. <laughs> On on the the last, um, like two of the last tours we did, Wonder Years, and then was Spanish Love Songs. Spanish Love Songs was on both tours, obviously their headliner, and then they were on the Wonder Years tour. And um, Meredith had experience like making clothing repair, and when we were in Nashville, uh, she repaired a lot of them, uh, <laughs> and that was really convenient for us. But the amount of times where that scenario will be a thing are probably slim to none so I, I really need to develop more of a contingency plan i think luckily both <laughs> the bex the the two tours we're doing next are uh like seven shows so hopefully that's simple enough they survive, we, can, but... we could really just put out a psa any bands playing riot riot fest um be ready to uh sew yeah if, if you know how to out. sew on the spot it'd be helpful now if jim atkins if he, if he just knew you ripped your suit <laughs> would he be like yes bessie i will stop playing the middle right now <laughs> that'd be amazing i don't know Challenge I, I, hope, I hope so yeah yeah we'll see it doesn't strike me as a sewist a seamstress a, a seamstress <laughs> seamstress that was really me? good sewist <laughs> That seems really <laughs> aggressive. Just that's pretty funny. To say was Jesus. Look, whatever. He's just gonna play sweetness, and then he's gonna sew a so so. so I mean, more the more to the point. Look, Jim, if you're trying to get in one of these, I will have extras. Yo. So just hit me up before Yo. you start. I'll provide. That goes for anybody playing Riot Fest. If you want to wear. If you want to get in a jumpsuit, all you got to do is ask, and I promise it will be clean. For Riot Fest, at least, because you know anything afterwards is now. on you personally. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be clean. I swear. Oops. Yep. <laughs> so uh, on this upcoming tour that you have, obviously Chicago date is Riot Fest. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you want to talk about the rest of the tour? That's you know it's a shorter tour, but still yeah. fun. Yeah, with Four Years Strong, uh, Microwave, two really great bands. Four Years Strong was a pretty important band for me when I was a little younger and microwave is an amazing band. And I mean, they were the band that we were supposed to do, um, tour with 
like that was like our uh like covid cancellation tour like i feel like everybody everybody had a tour booked and then covid you know canceled all the tours and that one it was us in microwave um so it's cool to get to do something with them now um to kind of um get some redemption and they're all the bands are great and i'm excited and i mean all kind of like southern states so if you live in like the south i guess maybe come to a show <laughs> or like <laughs> if that's v too vague i guess like go on our social media and look at I, I don't i honestly couldn't tell you the dates i could like just kind of name cities out of order with no dates like we're playing columbus and richmond and the carolina like you know what i mean like i i couldn't tell you when i guess in like a couple of weeks if you're listening live yeah uh and you're excited at the the prospect of that uh so that's like right after and i'm excited to do two short tours because i'm still really tired from doing <laughs> our other tours that were great and exhausting and fun yeah mike man you just like because I feel like the Spanish love songs tour was like on your way back from doing the entire country with wonder years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, you're just like, you're not even just flying home. You're like, no, we're going to drive home. And we're going to do the same like victory yeah, lap around the pretty US. much. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately that, that one got cut short. So, I mean, if anything, if you were going to see us play on that and then the show didn't happen, odds are we're probably playing near you on this. So I guess that's exciting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. Soon to be friends of the podcast, The Higher are back and they have their new single, Elvis in Wonderland. Elvis in Wonderland. Let's get a little bit prog rock experimental with Polyphia and their new song, ABC, featuring Sophia Black. And Besties of the Pod Armor for Sleep finally dropped their long-anticipated LP, The Rain Museum. Here is one song off of it, Whatever, Who Cares? If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. Is like, so so with the change in sound, mm -hmm. is it like a lot of this is, because like, you know, the Wonder Years is, sounds like the Wonder Years, and you uh -huh. guys sound like you, and I'm uh -huh. like, those sounds, you know, it's, it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, two great yeah, flavors yeah, yeah. that taste great together, sure. but obviously... Very different from what it was before. <laughs> Have you heard that reference to your music before? Uh, wow. <laughs> Have I heard the reference in in wait, I'm sorry, like what it, I was so enamored by the <laughs> the analogy that I, like, I got. Have lost you heard that little. analogy to like the tours before where it's like two great tastes taste great together? Oh yeah. But sure. obviously like there there there's obviously yeah. a difference there of like the sounds and bringing like uh the energy that that save face brings. Yeah, and the energy that like the Wonder Years bring, Spanish love songs brings them like it's a very like and, and for me like I love the idea that there are different types of band on a, uh, bands on a show, 
Yeah. But like, how has that been to like bring your sound without with these bands that like are not necessarily in the same line, but are also I think it's like cool. Gonna awkwardly like swallow these not okay, I'm gonna swallow these pills, but it's not like that, all right? Okay. No, it's no just, actual like, no, it's hard just, drugs. It's a yeah. Centrum vitamin. Take it easy. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, take it Come easy. On, guys. Kids don't do hard drugs. Come on, guys. Do some Sorry vitamins. About that. No. You gotta do um, it. Yeah, we don't fit in with anybody. Um we keep trying to brainstorm tours, and I'm like there is not a band that sounds like Thursday or mm-hmm. the used or something. I don't know. Like I, there's nobody that it's like, this should happen. So it's like, where can we stick ourselves? Um, and I think it like, I like being the weirdos. I like being the freaks on the bill. Like it's fun. It just underscores like how, much we set ourselves apart um and i like that i like that about our band and uh it's fun trying to figure out like if we can win people over too because we end up on a lot of bills where the bands sound like very similar um that hasn't even really happened thus far like the mom jeans tour was pretty all over the place i guess those those three bands probably sound more alike than we do maybe a little bit and then wonder years it was like spanish and wonder years definitely are pretty cut from the same cloth sonically i would say gami not so much mm-hmm. but i guess see I, we are no matter what we are kind of like the freaks and i like that so it's just fun and we don't got time for someone to sit on a fence like you either, you have to see us and you have to decide if you love it or if you hate it and you think it's the cringiest thing you've ever seen. And <laughs> both both answers are great. I love them both equally. Sometimes I even love it more. We played a show in Toronto. They did not like us. It was <laughs> awesome. And and then like I'll say that and then it's like we we go home and then I get all these DMs about you got to come to Toronto, got to come to Toronto. I have so many friends that want to see you and I'm like were you at the last one because it seemed like nobody like to the point where like you get like dirty looks. Like I remember Toronto like we were or, I'm sorry, it was like London. It might have been London, mm-hmm. Ontario. Just people like you know, we're all being freaks and I'm being like super like cheeky on stage and they're like mad. And they're like shit. mad mugging you from the audience. Yeah, like, and I'm and I'm like this? Yeah, they like they don't want to put their hands up. They're too cool for that. Uh and oh it's so great. It's so good. Because if nothing else, like you don't have a choice. Like I get to be on the stage for the next thirty minutes. So <laughs> either watch it and hate it or like leave. Like that's awesome. And there's no that's reentry, so... so then you're gone. So yeah, who wins yeah, here? I guess I guess in that case. And it's not even like a con it's just I just think it's fun. I just think it's like what a weird experience to like mm-hmm. be doing something that someone like paid to be there and then they don't like it. Like that's such a funny scenario that that person's in, and it's all because I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Like that's fun. Like that's a mm-hmm. fun little special scenario that doesn't really happen a lot. So I really enjoy it, and I'm just trying to weed everybody out. I just want everyone to pick a side, um, and 
if if you hate this band, it will help me find someone else who likes the band. It will help. And you think it won't, but you're going to say something to somebody because you just got to let them know your opinion because everybody needs to let everyone know their opinion. <laughs> yep. And you're going to say how much you hate this band. And maybe it's not the person you tell. Maybe it's the person they tell. But somehow, because of you, someone will find this band and they will love it and it will save their life. And I will be so happy that you talk shit. Uh, <laughs> so it's all great. I just want I just want to confront you and make you make a decision. So you you wanna you wanna get really aggressive and just be like, is this cringe or nah? Yeah, and just I mean, like it's, answer me. It's not even about being aggressive. It's just like what's going to happen. Like we're gonna keep touring. We're gonna show up in a space that you want to be in. And you're going to have to decide. Uh, and I'm not going to stop until we all want to stop. So you're going <laughs> to just like make a decision. Um, not about, but it's not like a, I'm entitled to your time thing. It's more of like, you're, you're going to make a decision. You're going to, because everybody wants to have an opinion too on it. So it's like at a, at a certain point, you're going to stop thinking you know what's going on and you're going to like, check in and be like okay like what is this that's the whole point of the live sessions we put out is like doing all these tours and like people are coming people are making these decisions that we're talking about people are finding the band people are liking it people are hating it maybe probably i don't know um and the one thing is that i still feel like there's people who haven't got to a show or think they already have this band figured out or whatever whatever it is so like these sessions that we put out were like an exercise in like documenting how good this band is and then making it so you got it. You're going to have to try to like, you're going to have to go out of your way to like still avoid <laughs> this because now, you know, now it's right in front of you. Now it's on your Twitter and it's like, if you're going to scroll past it, you can scroll past it. But like, I know you saw it. I know that I know, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I got your Twitter impression. I know. I see you. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't. I'm obviously like. There's like a very big like. It's hard to reach people. Like, there's a kid's gonna post like, you know, like, like a fucking like fail video today that's gonna get two million like views on TikTok and like bands are you know trying so hard to get seen. So like, I don't mean it like that. I'm not like obviously it's hard to get seen, but like. What I also know is that people who, like, are in, I'm talking more to, like, the people that could see us but, like, aren't or think they have it figured out. It's like, okay, well, here's these sessions. They're really good. So if you want to hate on it, you you can't, like, hide behind, like, the excuse of, like, well, oh, I didn't know that they were good or, oh, I never got to a show. It's like, all right, well, now you know, you know, um... And then if you see it and you get really insecure and like you hate it, like that's fine too. But I'm just helping you. Like I'm doing this for you. Like I'm being very generous and like we're gonna make the content and put it on your on your on your timeline so that way you don't have to work so hard and like get to the show and everything. You can just <laughs> decide. But if you do like it, then we'd love to see you at a show. And that's the other great thing is like we've I think it's a really great testament to like what this band is and we've already seen like a lot of people find the band in just the last couple of weeks from these videos and uh that's like the most exciting thing and like really like rewarding and really grateful for that that people are like finding it and that the people 
who like it resonates with are like letting us know because that's you know really nice found that like just the experience of seeing a band live just like really like there have been bands where i'm like yeah i don't know i don't really get it and then i see the band yeah. and i go oh i understand everything now and i love them totally and I yeah them all the time yeah yeah absolutely i mean if we're a band like that for some people that's great uh but yeah i mean it's a pretty different thing live it's maybe we try uh to put on a show and you're not going to get that from the recording and i mean the, the live session is like a taste of that um but uh it is different when it's on a stage you know so, so what can we expect uh taste wise at the ride fest set mm, i don't really know like it really depends so every show i mean i can only speak for myself my band it's an all-star lineup everyone in safe face are people that i've played music with for like years not necessarily in bands together but like adjacently like doing diy stuff so like they're all pros they're the best musicians i know they kill it every time they're really consistent in that way so i mean you know we're gonna play a lot of new songs um and really it's like that's the really fun thing about performing in general. But like, I, I definitely make it a point, like the environment influences it so much. So like, what's the stage like? How big is it? Can I climb something? Is there shit in my way? Like, uh, what's the crowd going to be like? Is it going to be a big, big crowd, small crowd? Like all of those things, like it's all fine. It's all good. If zero people watch us, then I'm just going to die on stage and we'll video it. And it's like, what the fuck was that? Like that, what? <laughs> Did but he just there, war it right now? Right, right. But if there's like, you know, a lot of people there, then I could do like different stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, the, the environment like is so crucial to any performance. So like, that's the most fun thing. I don't know what the set will be like. It could be, extraordinary it could be incredibly underwhelming it could be incredibly ordinary i i have no idea um i hope that people show up who know the words and we have a lot of fun and uh if that much happens there's a lot of potential to do really cool and fun stuff so i remember uh like growing up there were well there was like dillinger escape plan mm -hmm. and like f original foxy shazam when they first like started touring and i was like so into it and then somebody described it as like these are bands that are dangerous uh -huh. like i got kicked in the face by one of the guys in foxy shazam yeah and then i got kicked in the back of the head by one of the guys in foxy shazam uh-huh and like dillinger would just like run off the stage and like legendary band yeah amazing yeah. so it's like there was this era of like not a lot of bands that were dangerous and yeah. then I feel like we had less bands that were dangerous because Foxy and Dillinger stopped doing it. Uh, do you feel like, because I feel like you're, you're saying not a threat, but in a way, just like if you miss it, like you're going to miss some danger, some excitement, some, yeah, I mean, some possibilities. Yes. Yeah, so no, like I don't, I don't want to hurt people. Uh, I want to hurt myself, but I don't really <laughs> want to hurt people. Right. I think the thing with those bands is like, 
people who went to those shows wanted to get hurt. <laughs> and if that like develops, like, all right. I mean, I love that. Like, I would go to shows with the intention of like not getting hurt, but like I'm very okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you know it happens once a month on Twitter when everyone's like why would you mosh at this show and it's like okay well maybe you haven't been to a show like this but like this is what happens and it's like like the part of the social contract of going to this band show is you understand like this is what happens so like you're signing up for that in a way um but i i mean like i've I've hurt my band members enough from performing and i try and not (laughs) do that as best i can and i'm Mm -hmm. still learning and getting better at that um I'm very okay with hurting myself. But it's not like I think that's cool. It's just if it happens then I that's fine. Is it entertaining? Like I I just want to put on the best performance whatever that means. That's the only thing that I really think about. But uh as far as dangerous bands go, like I take massive inspiration from them, but I I don't I also don't think I would put us in a Dillinger uh <laughs> echelon like, safe face just like dillinger escape plan <laughs> yeah someone, I lo- who, someone who's really into dillinger is gonna walk up be like yeah well all right yeah 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 <laughs> I, I, would, hands? I mean i've definitely like referenced dillinger talking about like performing and stuff like that it's just like yeah uh i don't like the idea of hurting people especially people that like don't want that so of course I'm, i feel pretty strongly about that <laughs> I mean, uh, one of the reasons that I got kicked in the face from Foxy Shazam was because they tried to crowd surf, but I uh, was standing front row center and I'm six foot one. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really have a choice, man. Like, I got to jump used... high enough to get over you and on yeah. to everyone else. So you're your like face one of those is just... hurdles when people like, yeah. do track. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And he was not prepared for that because I think Eric Nally is like three foot eight. Sure. <laughs> He's a short guy. <laughs> I I definitely used to crowd surf a lot as like a fan and then performing I've done it a little bit but I mean most of the time I'm holding a guitar and like I, you can do that but like it's like a whole nother like variable in it I'm at a point in my life now where it's like I look out in the crowd and there's a lot of like smaller people than me and like being a person who's like kind of tall um, just feels like Maybe I shouldn't do that, especially like if I'm performing. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Something would have to change. Like, if if the crowds start getting super feral and it feels like the vibe, maybe I would. But I don't, I don't think I would feel comfortable like uh, doing that. Uh, you know. But yeah, I mean, it could be fun. I like I if I was front row for a band I like and whoever crowds start, like yeah, I'd be fucking crazy and cool and fun but you know i don't want to assume thing like that i mean i think it was um when we saw kenny hoopla we saw kenny hoopla uh, three times this year i think nice and yeah. <laughs> i was in the pit for his lala set and mm-hmm. he was trying to crowd surf so hard and eventually he just jumped in the crowd because he just does yeah. that and he was in like this pit and he was trying to be like, oh, pick me up, crowd surf, and he was doing uh-huh. emotions. But we're in, La- we're at, we're at Lala, so you get yeah. a lot of people who just like have never been to a show like that. Yeah. And I was only lucky that I can only kind of pick him up because he's close to my height. <laughs> I'm five foot one and yeah. a half, and I'm like, someone help me! I'm not that, <laughs> I'm not that strong. I would like to think yeah. I am. Finally, they got it, but I was like, that is my <laughs> my max on my own. 
that's the interesting thing. We were talking about this, like, I forget who I was talking to. Um, I was at the first show and the last show of the, the last Prince Daddy tour. And those are friends of mine. And first show at the church in Philly. And Corey was like, hey, I really would like you to um, crowd surf like immediately to like get it going i was like okay like sure um so i did like to, you know a second into the first song or whatever and a lot of pretty painful crowd surfing uh ensued at, like it hard to watch stuff and it's mm -hmm. all people who just it's probably the first time they've ever crowd surfed it's probably the first time they've ever been to a show and there's something really beautiful and innocent about that for sure it's concerning that someone's going to get hurt because if you kind of don't do it right you can hurt yourself or other people around you i mean you could get hurt no matter what don't get me wrong but like you could probably make it worse if you don't really know or you're afraid to do it and you're like not committing to doing it but it even like kind of brought up a conversation of like it's just funny how um things that touch punk culture allow for like people to get involved who don't have any experience in like a punk or like alternative music scene culture. So like there's aspects of a lot of pop punk bands or even like whatever bands, there's live music people, you know, are going to see a Kenny Hoopla fucking TikTok of him crowd surfing or people crowd surfing or a pit and that could be the first that could be the thing that gets them to their first show and they like have this idea of it and this concept of it and it's very like cinematic or whatever like in their brain but it's like all this behavior is like a part of like various different like subcultures and stuff and like uh you know that person is uh not as like kind of schooled in, or familiar with that so then you have things where and he wants to crowd surf and like no one even knows like how to do that or <laughs> initiate that and it's because like these aren't you know it's like a different world and i think that there's some like as you know kind of funny as that is i mean i guess it's nice like i don't think things should be as like divided like i think that like anybody should get be able to get into like any kind of music and like that's great and like better for everyone i think but it is funny for sure <laughs> you know lizzie is exactly the person who gets mad when they don't know how to crowd surf yeah <laughs> <laughs> it could be it could be challenging to to deal with in that environment but i don't think it, i don't remember what show we were at but I, it was around Lollapalooza, so i don't know if like we it was at that kenny show but there was like somebody who tried to crowd surf and I just saw like their legs flailing in the air for like a good over. minute or two. Like they like couldn't get like the, the upper body up. So it was just like legs and then the legs were just like moving throughout the crowd. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I feel like, like somebody needs to help with this. Yeah. It shouldn't be me, but somebody yeah. needs to help. <laughs> I think with we were this. too far away to even make yeah, an attempt like, oh, to help. We were just like, know, it's going out by his front body. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just letting his legs dangle there in the air. Ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, hilarious. And I do think that like, uh, you know, when I was like going to shows for the first time, there certainly was like that experience of like, I have no idea what they're doing right now. 
mm-hmm. they're just like people are just assuming the position of like holding a person up in the air and moving yeah. them through the crowd this is mind-blowing to me but i didn't have like a tiktok to teach me yeah for sure it's like i just had to learn that on my own and just like well that's kind of that's what i mean is like i feel like there's there's accelerated learning when you go to a punk show (laughs) and then it's either you're going to get the shit kicked out of you like as a byproduct of everything going on and you're going to leave Mm -hmm. or you're going to stay and kind of learn the hard way of like what this is going to be about and uh that's just it's different you know uh like that's i like you started going to punk shows when i was very young and i would through doing that i learned about you know that kind of world and associated behaviors and like how to (laughs) how to do them how to you know stay safe and not hurt i guess but yeah i learned know how to protect like your facial and teeth extremities that's pretty as important. much as you could. As you much say as you safe can. face, Lizzie? Is that what you're saying oh. right now? Oh, no. <laughs> come on, come on I was also trying come to, on. like, knock loose a teeth. A yeah. teeth. <laughs> knock loose a teeth. <laughs> a whole teeth. <laughs> I learned very quickly, like, I'm going to stand at the back and just listen to the show. And that way that's I don't get crowd surfed now. on. Yeah. Lizzie keeps trying to yeet me into the pit, though. I and usually I keep saying, do. No. That's cool. It depends. We saw um, Meet Me at the Altar and Nothing Nowhere when they dropped off that mm-hmm. one tour. And we had a day's notice. And they were playing Beat Kitchen, which is like, what, 150 cap venue? Uh-huh. Yeah. And we were, like, right there. And Brian's, like, kind of on the side. And I just flung my entire being into him. I said, here we go. <laughs> like, That's awesome. There's very few bands I will get in the pit for. Safe and face. I will say, I think, I think safe face is coming up as, <laughs> as an additional band to that, that roster. Like, That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, Foxy, every time I die, oh, inner yeah. Shikari, like those are bands. I'm like, dude, I gotta be up in there. Like yeah. I know every word to every single song, like they're going crazy. I want to go crazy with this crowd. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that that's what I need. I've gotten that's older cool. and more tired. So it's hard yeah. for me to like exert that much energy do you, do you need a puff of my inhaler to help you <laughs> i need a puff of something <laughs> i need a, i need a i need a vitamin mid set to yeah vitamin. Got, gotta take that vitamin that <laughs> multivitamin <laughs> gotta take a multivitamin everyone's make sure to snuggle uh smuggle in your multivitamin into riot fest yeah <laughs> so you're ready <laughs> god just a bunch of kids doing multivitamins in the safe face pit that's <laughs> fucking sick i hope so hey guys uh this time we're gonna take a quick intermission break uh everyone get out your multivitamins yeah if you yeah. get it you get it if you don't do, a, do something else we should do a we should do a stretch that'd be a good yeah. one because i could probably use a mid-set stretch <laughs> um so to do uh everybody stretches and takes their, their vitamins that might be a move Everybody should try to do the the RB move and just do a complete back bend in the middle of the set. Yeah, yeah, loosen yeah. yourself up, like if get, only get the spine <laughs> aligned, right? Yeah. yeah. If you spend all day working at a desk, definitely just do a mid back bend and look at safe face and RB specifically as your example of that. <laughs> yeah, one day you'll get there. If you do enough yoga, you'll be able to back bend pretty far. Can confirm. I got to improve. That's not my, that's, that's, uh, Robbie's move. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> feeling my shoulders like leaning forward now. And now I'm yeah. like, no, channel it, channel, channel it. And just, you know, 
bend backward yeah. while ripping the bass, which I can't do. Yeah. Uh, we got a few minutes left. We're gonna we're gonna oh. chat a little bit over on Twitch as well. So if you mm-hmm. are here for the live recording, you know, hang out. We gotta. If you have any questions, we can always do that over there. Uh, but before we we go over to Twitch and and talk with all the lovely people there um let's let's get out all the plugs let's get out all the promo let's get out all that good stuff yeah uh, obviously another kill for the highlight reel is the record it's so yes. good uh i'll say good. it so that you don't have to to i don't know say it for yourself like, i'll say it for yourself too it's really yeah. good you're right yeah oh uh, yeah <laughs> you're welcome for showing it to you brian yeah thank you thank you that's right uh thank you for making it thank you lizzie for showing it to me yeah no, i mean yeah just listen to the album there's gonna be i mean there's the live sessions we just put out those are going to make it to spotify in the near future with like a cool thing that we're doing with the album and for, like the one year anniversary so that's cool and just check it out and check out the live sessions and get to a show i mean that's just kind of all i could really say honestly i have nothing else to plug other than just everything that this band does so we have shows we're gonna have shows next year we're gonna have new music so start like there's a really incredible group of people that like this band some of them are super super supportive and are in our discord and other people just like show up to shows and no matter where you fit there's like a place for you and you'll find friends in people that like this band. Uh, so if that sounds enticing to you, you should uh, consider checking us out. So, yeah. Go watch the video for Glitter. I think it'll change your brain. It'll yeah. make you, I think it'll, <laughs> it'll make you a better person. It'll do something different to you. Yeah. Like literally the day that came out, I'm like, I love this band. I'm done. Okay. That's fire. Yeah. Sold. Thanks. There's nothing else. There's nothing else I need. Oh yeah. That was another I was saying uh before we started recording that every time I think of Safe Face, I just get the song Another Kill for the Highlight Reel in my head. But it was glitter before that. Nice. <laughs> so like, yeah. I wish, I wish I just like, you know, could have a minute of silence, but no, I just got this it's got bangers rocking around in my head at all times. That's a great way to be. Yeah, I didn't even like that song at first. <laughs> Title track oh. was my least favorite song on the album oh, wow. for a little while. It was Damn. the last one we wrote. It was written, it was recorded instrumentally before lyrics and melodies really written because we didn't really have time. And then, uh, I like it a lot now. It's great. I mean, I think every, like it's the most popular song and it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, for a while I was like, yeah, it's fine, but it's pretty good. (laughs) So listen to that song. Listen to my former least favorite song. (laughs) Yeah. So that it can become well, what, your now favorite Now, is there song. a current least favorite song on the album, or are they all uh, at the same level? Um, If I had to pick a least favorite, it'd probably be the song called um, The Perks of Not Being Able to See Your Own Reflection, which is track seven on the album. Probably, I mean, coolest name, in my humble opinion. But mm-hmm. uh, I would only call it my least favorite because we don't play it live, ever. Because it's really hard to pull off live because there's a lot of components in the song that are difficult to replicate in a live setting. Um, so we, we don't really play it, but even, I mean, that's, if, if there was a song I really didn't like, it wouldn't be on the album, you know, uh, 
all the songs I think are really great and worth listening to. So, yeah. Is it is the song Bury Me Tonight the one that's on Rock Band? Sure is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure is. If you... Like, oh, I still rock play rock band. band. I, I still play yeah. it. I, I, yeah, Br- dope. Brian was doing rock band streams on Twitch for a little. They're bit. coming back. By do, the way, do save face. I'm gonna do, do bury me tonight, please. Yeah. Uh, don't know why it's in there, but it it's <laughs> in there. Uh, it just showed up one day. And you're like, like, okay, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, I love that song. So I mean, I'm glad they picked that one. But yeah, thank you for. Ma- I mean, I forget about that all the time. <laughs> I like when we were like uh, setting this up and like going through Twitter, like when yeah. it was released on Rock Band, like everyone uh-huh. in your mentions was like, yo, Bury Me Tonight's on Rock Band. I'm like, yeah. there's still a community for this game. I swear to you. There is, yeah. I am Definitely. a, I like remember all, I bought every Guitar Hero game, I bought every Rock Band game. Uh-huh. It was like way too much plastic instruments and I don't know how to play a real instrument. Yeah. But, Whenever a band that I like, and I still get this sensation now, like when I saw Safe Face on there, I'm like, yo, they're in rock band. We got to go. Like, That's get a so party sick. going. Let's get everybody together. That's awesome. And everyone's like, dude, no, we're not playing rock band. It's 2022. <laughs> All about Among Us and Fortnite. And I'm like, yeah. Come on, man. That's funny. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> so I'll definitely be playing that. We'll, we'll, rock band oh. streams coming back. I'm saying it here on a live recording so that everybody oh, yeah. has to hold, hold me to it. Yeah, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Tyler, did you see Brian like not know how to play your song? Post it up, band? do it. Definitely post, post it up. up. Stream it. We'll clip it. We'll whatever. I don't know. I know a couple buzzwords for Twitch, yeah. but on God, uh, you know, yeah, on God, on God, we'll clip that um, shit. <laughs> we'll clip it and ship it. Bro. What if people started just saying on guard again? <laughs> on like, guard, no. you know, <laughs> kind of like a pirate or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I think like that'd a be sword, cool. it pull out your sword, like to on yeah. guard. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what should happen. <laughs> on guard needs to come back in a major yeah. way. In a way, it hasn't come back in centuries. Yeah, come on, the French. Come on. Yeah, we have, yeah. probably, right? I don't know. What's funny I is know. I was talking to one of my friends. He works at a run fair, and he sells swords. And he was like, oh, well, I just got a, a, a new job at a car dealership. I, I sell cars now. And I'm like... Okay, well, what's more important, a sword Mm -hmm. or a car? And I keep hearing arguments that it is the sword. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next time you're going to be like, on guard? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to roll up to the B-dubs hang on Sunday and be like, on guard? Yeah, He'll tell you anything. He'll just be like, on guard? And be like, dude, stop it. I'm not selling (laughs) swords right now. Damn. No, I'm trying to duel your ass right now. Yeah, come on right now in the suburban B-dubs. During yeah. the sports ball game. I don't know what game is on. I just know I'm here it's a football for the hangs and the fight. Yeah. Or a handball. A game that would be much better with swords yeah. is all I know. Yeah. True. Uh, well, then, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up the recording of the pod here. Uh, we're going to continue to talk with everybody over on Raya Fest. Uh, sorry, Raya Fest giveaway is what I was reading with my eyes, but I was saying it with my mouth, too. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do our Riot Fest giveaway and talk with everybody over on Twitch. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll go do that, talk to all the lovely people over there, answer some questions. But, uh, you know, just to wrap it up, uh, uh, go listen to Safe Face. Go go watch the videos. Go watch the live uh, videos and recordings and such. Follow. Enjoy. And, uh, Tyler, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you so much for letting me talk about my band. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs>
That's it. That's good. <laughs> Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, a five-star rating, if you Only. please. Only over on your favorite podcasting place of proprietary podcasting privileges. And uh, thank you. Thank you. I made it up on the fly. Uh, you can also watch this entire interview as a video over on our YouTube channel. And of course, uh, follow us on Twitch where we broadcast these interviews live. You can join us in the audience. You can ask questions. You can hang out with some of your favorite artists. And we have a lot of your favorite artists coming up. Yeah. This month. Like you're going to be shocked. And who knows who we're going to get right best. You're going to be shocked. We're going to be shocked. Yeah. It's a lot of shocks coming at you from the emo, emo shock show club. <laughs> I don't stop that. Stop it right now. All right. We'll catch you. We'll catch you. Riot Fest. We love you from everybody here at the emo social club podcast. I'm Brian and I'm Lizzie. Bye. I'm still saying everyone here and it's literally me, you and <laughs> Alice somewhat times. But here Sometimes. we are. Same. You can same say it time. To, the, to the squirrel feel better sparkly swirl <laughs> <laughs>